Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Welcome to hour two of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment, like music news. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Wow. Just wow. Jay-Z and Beyonce, as uh, Steve had teased, uh, set a record in California with their $200 million Malibu mansion purchase. Most expensive home ever in The most expensive bit of real estate, like for a personal home ever in the history of California. The second most expensive real estate purchase for a residence in American history. Okay. It cannot be overstated how rich they are. I mean, it's just it's just absolutely insane. Two hundred million dollars. I looked at a few of the pictures. Is it nice? It's like concrete, right? And yeah. oh yeah. It looks a little bit like a business park. Yeah. Uh, it's almost got the vibe of a modern museum. It's a place that Kanye would probably be interested in. Yes, Queen. Oh, the view of the ocean, though. Am the I right? View? Happy, likey, viewy. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love it from the outside. It's it's stunning. It again is a little officey. I have a problem. Okay. I feel this way if you move into. An $800,000 house, or certainly maybe not anymore. 800 isn't what it used to be. Like a million dollar house, you want to move in. You don't want to move anything. You want it to be like all set. I want it to be completely furnished or before I get there. No projects for a $200 million home, right, Donna? Okay, now you're going to turn and you're going to look at this. What, the furnace is going? No, (laughs) look at this. You gotta remove this weird. There is a giant chair piece of art. Imagine a giant, giant chair. That's a piece of art. What the hell would you call it? Where is that? Outside or inside? That's outside. It looks like a chair that you have. You know, the typical spindle, spindly wood old school. Chairs. But guys, it's like according to this picture, I think it's about twenty feet tall. Oh, my friends, I urge you. Do not buy a $200 million piece of property if there's work that has to be done. 
Because now what do they got to do? Uh, get a bag stir for that? Oh, you just think they should be removing it? That chair's got to go. But you know what? It was someone. It was some guy or gal who said, oh, art, what are you doing? What are, what are you making for your art? Just a 20-foot chair. They got to get that out of there. They yeah. got to get that out of there. All right. Wonder if that Why was one so of their mad? contingencies, and they said, "All right, we will offer asking price of two hundred million dollars." If, but that chair, you got to remove that chair, please. All right. You know those giant um, lifeguard chairs that sometimes you see in front of restaurants. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> one of those overgrown Adirondack or, or an chairs. Adirondack. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, it is. That's funny. And it's like facing, it's not even available for people to sit in. It's, it's like right up against some other structure. Oh, you're now so listen, mad about the chair. I think it's the, the, their view of the Pacific. I think it's Pacific. Their view of that ocean is unrivaled. It's mesmerizing. May I ask a cynical question? You're going to anyway. Do you think that the children grow up and say, Oh, it was so cozy when we would go into the cinder block cement living room and sit on those black high-end plastic chairs. You know, that's a great question know. because... Home is home. I read um, Storytelling by Tori Spelling, and it. she grew up in a giant mansion. Yes, the Aaron Spelling Mansion was, for a long time, the Bowling most expensive Alley, thing you could have yes. in, in Beverly Hills. Bowling alley, doll room, paper wrapping room. It didn't seem to really have that big of an effect on her one way or the other. Other than her dad didn't leave her any money. <laughs> I, I just it, I just sometimes wonder, you know, and I, again, home is home is where the heart is. Mm-hmm. Home, you know, wherever I lay my head. But I just think as we all have memories of childhood you think of the beat up couches that were well worn. Yeah, grandpa had his chair over there. Yeah. There was plastic wrap there over there. Ripped. If you're Blue Ivy. Yeah. You yeah. know, what's the, I don't know. That. There was a while that we couldn't see the Pacific Ocean. Or like when they think of like the coziness of mom's cooking. <laughs> right. But if it's all cinder blocky inside into uh, to Jigga and Beyonce, I'm open. To coming out and being proven wrong. Maybe it's very, maybe they put a lot of nice, maybe they shop it at home. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> sure they, they Put do. up little knickknacks or something. Okay, I don't, I think a 3,000 square foot home is a very, very big home. So this is how many square feet? Like 20, 50? Stand by. Please stand yeah. by everybody while we stand find by. out this Just information. Just went away. Like that is yeah. What's our what's our price? That's for a, a hotel. Fare? That's that's not a house. Let's see. And good luck cleaning all those bathrooms. Donna, I'm just saying that right now. Donna, Donna, all Donna, right, Donna, sorry, Donna, sorry, don't make it up. about that. All right. While you're looking that up, forty, forty thousand square feet. So that's a very difficult. Um, uh, place your office to building is probably forty thousand square feet. If you got a big office building. I mean, I feel like that's... This, think of all the... You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to... I'm not judging. I no, don't want to judge their uh, 
the quality of life that will happen inside of there, right? Where there, wherever there is love, that's home. That's ultimately what you remember. I just mean for most people, our vision of love of the early upbringing is kind of tattered and worn. And yeah. I, and I yeah, lived yeah. two childhoods where I grew up in like an 1100 square foot home for a while in a tiny little, like, yep. you know, small town, very uh, humble. And then we moved to a much bigger house and it was, there was an indoor pool in the house and it was like, we couldn't believe that that was even legal. Couldn't believe it. All so I lived the they yin take yang. care of that, huh? Yeah. We had a pool cleaner. My brother Scooty won a pool cleaner on The Price is Right. <laughs> he won that. He like won a, a man? A safe. A no, 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 no. Not a man. No, it's a little, like you hook him up to a tube. And you win Carl. <laughs> your pool cleaner. I'm happy to be free. <laughs> Uh, no, no, this was a little thing. It just motored around. But, oh, like yeah. the little uh, vacuum cleaner thing. And you should have seen the phases I went through during my childhood there of like, okay, maybe I'll be an Olympic swimmer. I really investigated towels, quick drying towels. Why? So that I could swim a lot and then towel off quickly. You mean inventing one? No, no, no. There was like a little, imagine a towel that is sort of like the size of a ShamWow. Okay. And when it is dry, it gets stiff. And then when it gets wet, it absorbs the moisture, but it absorbs it very well. I don't know. What the heck was I getting to? Why did I feel that I needed to get dry so quickly at the age of 14? Huh? Like we have to speed up. I need to shave this 30 seconds for me to hit efficiency. (laughs) What was I thinking? I don't know. Thank you. Well, I was just going to tell you Miley Cyrus isn't interested in touring again. I think it's interesting. Ever again? Yeah, pretty much. She says she prefers to perform for friends and loved ones instead of an entire arena because there's no connection. There's no safety. It's not natural. It's so isolating because you're in front of 100,000 people and you're alone. She Her last tour, let's see. Well, she said that after her Bangers tour in 2014, she started to ask herself, do I want to live my life for anyone else's pleasure or fulfillment yeah. other than my own? So it doesn't mean she's going to stop making music or stop appearing on like, you know, TV specials and shows and things like that. Grammys. She just doesn't want to tour. And I don't blame her. Hmm. Life is hard on the road. Now, the, you, you could do a deep dive on that, that quote. Do I want to live for anyone else's pleasure other than my own? Now, some people would call that a, a you, if you chose to do that, there, there's a selfless part of that. You know, that's sure. a little yeah. self-involved. If it's not me yeah. and my happy, you know, you could use your gift sure. to serve others, but she can find other ways, other platforms where her gift can get out there. Although I think someday, doesn't somebody come and say, if you do this tour for the next four months and we perform thrice a week, you could make so much money. $250 million. Right. Because you know what? The family's probably not putting any money in the open guitar case when she's playing for family and friends. Yeah. Good point, Steve. I'm going to leave. All right. We, no, we got to go. Uh, no, we're going to come back, though. Here's the deal. Um, well, first of all, there is new technology to mow your lawn that I mm. think you might be interested in. I know I am. And, uh, oh, look at that. Today is Bitcoin Pizza Day. Wait until you hear this story. It's really interesting about what a guy paid for a pizza. Oh, the regret. We'll get to that when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey guys, it's Donna and Steve here to talk about Tria Orthopedics. We get it. Life can be busy. Mm -hmm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by Tria. 
They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care. Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to Tria for shoulder injuries. Yep, I went to Tria when I had a really sore shoulder. Probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out? Oh, no, you never mentioned it a thousand times. It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me. Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my many questions. What I would do to have that kind of patience around you. Rude. So if you break your wrist, you tweak your knee, hurt your back, get treated by TRIA. Yeah, get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed. Visit TRIA.com. It's why you're treated and how you're treated by TRIA. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. We got the big Zamboni with us as well. Mike, what's up? Hong Kong, doing well. How are you guys? <laughs> Good. Pappy and Stink Stink on with you from 9 until noon. Mm. <laughs> Donna, is this a safe place for me to test drive nicknames or not? It's not going to be for long. <laughs> wow. I don't know. That's I'm spitballing. I didn't say who's Pappy and who's Stink Stink. <laughs> Come on, that would work as a morning show. (laughs) Like, come on, Missouri? There's probably, I shouldn't even say it again, there's probably a copyright infringement. (laughs) Um, An old Denver Broncos player, Mark Schlereth, named Stink. His name was Stink? Stink. Is that on his birth certificate? Uh, No, it's not. It's earned. (laughs) Uh, Granted. Wow, Stink. That's not. Anyway, you are the gift that keeps on giving. Hey, uh, how's the lawn going? Are you mowing your own? Absolutely not. Oh, you still have your nephew doing it? I outsourced it a few years ago. It's the best money I spend. I'm now up to, it started at $5 five years ago. $5 for a mow? Listen. Or $5 an hour? A mow. What? Hang on. What was he, like six? He was uh, 10, maybe. It started at that. Five his, his mother set the rate, and I was like, that seems really low. And then I, I think I very quickly ramped it up to 10, and now he's up to 25. But he's got a weed mow and blow. Steve, your yard is enormous. It's not enormous. Donna. That's a very large yard. No, it's Don't a, downplay it. What a big yard, okay? It's just a normal yard. It's a normal yard. It's like third of an acre. a front yard and a backyard? Of course, I got the dual yard. I got side <laughs> yard, too. Do you want to come to the side yard? Um, twenty five bucks. Okay, now now it's up to twenty five bucks. Okay, that's more like it. But I've seen robot lawnmowers before. Oh, I feel you like have? there was one on Shark Tank about five years ago, and it's like a Roomba for your yard. You just nailed it. Is that what this is? Yeah, sort of. So there. So I guess there's an AI. There's. Let's try this again. Don't rush yes, into this story. Very- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Much like a Roomba, it uses AI technology to mow your lawn. It's called the Lawn Meister. <laughs> and it's exactly what you said. It's like a Roomba for your lawn. It can navigate obstacles like pets and toys and dog poo in the grass oh that's a problem it no that's your dog poo is a problem you mean yeah by the way minneapolis on the list of worst places for dog poo oh saw that this morning coincidentally Hmm. Hmm. seattle's number one uh anyway so it doesn't chaotically zigzag through your property okay that's impressive what i'm seeing yeah it can mow in straight lines and it can learn the digital boundaries of your yard so it won't end up in a neighbor's lawn or out in the street you can block off zones if you have zones that you would rather do yourself uh, like gardens sure yeah you could teach it mowing schedules you know and it says these aren't cheap I don't think it sounds that expensive. Kick, uh, in a recent Kickstarter, they started at a thousand, and the people who backed that project will get their mowers in August, and then they plan on shifting to retail sales. They had a ten thousand dollar goal on Kickstarter. They've earned two point three million dollars. That is amazing. Wow. <laughs> I would absolutely consider buying one of these. That's interesting. And it does a decent job. The straight line is cool, too, because the Roomba, as you know, if you've had a robot vac, they go wherever, whenever, right? They're, they're zigzagging. So imagine your lawn lines, which you want. You want those straight lines. Right. This is pretty interesting. Called the Heisenberg. The Heisenberg Lawnmeister, this specific model. All right. From Heisenberg Robotics. I will be watching that story closely in the newsroom. Okay. Thank you. You're not allowed in the newsroom. We sometimes pop in there, and boy. It's just the can. Oh, so what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, we do walk into the actual Five Eyewitness newsroom and talk about a feeling of, uh, what's oh, yeah, the word? We do. Unwelcome? Ryan says Nobody even lifts no their, one. No one even lifts their head up. When and we're, we're in there. It's there. not like we're hiding behind a newspaper like, hey, Ryan, did you hear this latest press release? Just kidding. It's us. We're making noise. Hey, we're look at it. you, you big idiot. You know, we're all just giving each other the business, and they're just... Clickety-clackety, typity-typity, scanners going off in the background. Nobody's even given us a time of day. Ow! We won't explain that one. (laughs) Happy Bitcoin Pizza Day! Thanks! It was on this day, May 22nd, 2010, when a programmer named Laszlo Hanyex spent 10,000 Bitcoin to buy two pizzas made by Papa John's. He said he doesn't regret the purchase since it made him an important figure in early Bitcoin history. But if he had held his 10,000 Bitcoin instead of getting the two pizzas and then sold it at the peak price. Oh, no. He would have had enough money to buy 46 million Papa John's pizzas because he would have had $690 million. (gasps) Even if he waited to sell his Bitcoins that he sold for two pizzas at the current price right now. He could get $269 million for them. Oh, murder. So that's why today is Bitcoin Pizza Day. 
I love it. That's a tough pill to swallow. I mean, it's cool to be remembered, but I don't know if it's cool to be remembered for that reason. That's a bummer. Every pizza, Sorry. I bet you pizza doesn't taste as good to him anymore. Certainly not Papa John's. <laughs> right? Oh, what a bummer. We'll take a break. We've got a very close game, 55 to 54, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We're going to play it next. Want to play along? We'd love it. 651-641-1071. Call now. You can play game time next. Donna Valentine here with Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant and a reminder of the dangers of texting and driving. Mike, you have some pretty alarming statistics. I do. The CDC estimates that almost 3,000 people die each year from texting and driving along with other distracted driving practices. Yeah, and that number is even scarier when you consider phone use in general while on the road. That's correct. We need to make it a goal to forget about our phones when we're operating a motor vehicle. Just two mere seconds of texting and driving increases the risks of an accident up to 24 times. Ugh, you know, I think people think to themselves, this will take a second to respond and then I'll just be done. But that one second can end the life or change it forever. And I hope that never happens. But if you are dreadfully in a motor vehicle collision that results in an injury, what is the first step? Well, don't sign anything until you've talked to us. It's a free consultation and you have nothing else to lose. Well, that's really great information, Mike. Thank you. You can find Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Donna and Steve here on my talk 1071 everything entertainment we got a close game going Steve very close we better get it started huh okay uh, time to go to college it's time to attend the college of pop culture knowledge it's like quiz ball three trivia questions to find out who's smarter Donna Donna's a smart one or Steve his brain ain't right but it's fun and here's your host the big Zamboni I want to see how smart you are it is a close game indeed. 55, Steve. 54, Donna. We are rolling through musical mayhem. Just two more weeks left. We've got one week of hip-hop and R&B, and we've got one week of country music. Yeah! And today kicks off Country Music Week. Yeah! Uh, come on, More man. specifically... 2000s country today. Keith Urban! There you go. Got the practice question right. Keith Urban. 2000s country is our theme for today. Of course, each day this week, it'll be a different decade of country music. And we've got one of our many Marys along to play with oh, us. Oh, Mary? Hi, Mary. Mary? Hi. What do you want? The moon, Mary? That's what I was waiting for, Steve. Yeah, Quinn. <laughs> Mayor Bear, I'm so glad that you called today. Um, Donna Valentine is here. Before we play the game and have you choose who you want to team up with, what's happening next in your day? I literally just pulled into my office parking lot. Oh, oh okay. what line of work are you in there, fancy pants? <laughs> I work for an airline in the records department. Oh, oh, interesting. Things we don't think of when we think of airlines. What? what is yeah, a, what is so the... I make sure that all your parts are within their usage. Oh, and that's what you want. We want our parts in our usage. Because otherwise, right. bolts are falling out and wings yep. are falling off. Exactly. Uh, Mary, a lot of people, when they play this game with us, they always like teaming up with the underdog. Technically, Donna is down a point in our yearly battle. She's down 55 to 54. That being said, the far and away underdog this week in the topic of country music is your boy, Steve. I would be privileged to partner up with you, but ultimately the the decision is yours. Would you like to team up with Donna 
or Steve? Steve, I love you. Ninety-nine percent of the time, I would pick you, but I'm going with Donna. Yeah, Yuri. Woo, bye, Steve. Steve, great monologue though. Great pitch. Great pitch. Okay. You know he. You know he worked on that all weekend long. I, totally. Yes, or totally. Chad GPT did, one of the two. Um, we are going to uh, go ahead and put uh, Mary on hold. It is a 55-54 lead for Steve, but again, 2000s country. Okay. I might not do as well as you might think. In this particular decade might be a little yeah, bit of a blind spot. Okay. maybe the first. So 2000 to 2010? Yeah, that's what we're doing. 2000 2010. I think I could cover this. All okay. right. All right. We'll see how it goes. We will start with this one. His real first name is Frederick. This guy broke out in the 2000s with What Was I Thinking? Feel That Fire and Sideways before getting drunk on a plane in 2010s. That's Dirk Bentley. No need to grade on a curve. This Texas artist dominance continued for yet another decade with seven albums all earning gold or platinum. Uh, I'll have to come back. This All-American Girl started 06 with six weeks atop the country charts with Jesus Take the Wheel. She Carrie en- Underwood. No need to grade on a curve. This Texas artist dominance continued for yet another decade with seven albums, all earning gold or platinum sales numbers. I don't know who that is. I, I'm missing a clue. George Strait, I'm going to say for right now. Texas, Texas. One more time. No. Ah, shoot. All right, and we are going to bring Mary back up here. Mary, she felt good about one in three. How did you feel? I hate country music. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Well, that's okay, because I... Uh, okay. Uh, well, all right. Well, Mary, uh, hold on. Uh, you're not going to change anything. You're not going to change anything, Mary, are you? No. Okay, sounds All right, let's just bring Steve in. All let's right, come on. Come on, Steve. He was very impatient today. <sighs> he really was. Woo. You have a chance. Okay. That's great. Well, you know, I think this might be my only chance. The 2000s slash 2010s, those will be my opportunities just from general knowledge. But did you do, just look at me in the eye. Did I you do a three banger? No, I did not. A double bang. Maybe. You ready? Steve, you ready to go? Oh, jeez. <laughs> jeez. Sorry, yes. Okay, sounds good. Let's get it started again. Country in the 2000s, that's the theme today. We'll start with this one. His real name is Frederick. This guy broke out in the 2000s with What Was I Thinking, Feel That Fire, and Sideways before getting drunk on a plane in the 2010s. Pass. No need to grade on a curve. This Texas artist dominance continued for yet another decade with seven albums all earning gold or platinum sales numbers. George Strait. This All-American Girl started 06 with six weeks atop the country charts with Jesus Take the Wheel. She ended Carrie Underwood, go back to the first one. Real first name is Frederick. This guy broke out in the 2000s with What Was I Thinking? Feel That Fire and Sideways before getting drunk on a plane Toby in Keith. the 2010s. You've got six seconds. Toby Keith. I'm going to stick with that unless I change it. Oh, gosh. Toby Keith. Whatever. All righty. Let's run through these. Okay. We'll start with the one you both knew automatically. The All-American Girl is indeed Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Yes. Jesus, ding, take, ding, ding. Jesus Take the Wheel was her uh, big hit to start that year, and then Before He Cheats is how she finished oh, up yeah. the year with five. Oh, everybody loves singing along to that. Oh, yeah. Uh, his real name is Frederick. This guy broke out in the 2000s with What Was I Thinking? Feel That Fire and Sideways before getting drunk on a plane in the 2010s. Real name Frederick, middle name Dirks, last name Bentley. Oh, you got that, Donna? Yeah, Dirks Bentley. Donna. I always I thought that was a group and not a person. 
Oh. It's because the S. It's the S. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then finally, Steve picked <sighs> up on the clue and got it right. Donna just knew it because she's great with country music. No need to grade on a curve. This Texas artist dominance continued for yet another decade. The opposite of curve would be straight. Oh, I was George Strait. Oh that my was the God. only thing. That but she did, did that actually for me. say, I don't know what it is. I'm missing the clue, but I'm going to go with George Strait. There's a clue in there. I don't know what it oh, is, but Texas, God, George Strait. Uh, Texas, uh, seven albums in one decade, all being gold or platinum. Yeah! It is George Strait. Mary, you're the winner. Wow. Woohoo! Amazing. I knew Donna could do it. Thanks, Mary. Now we're tied up, aren't we? We are. 55 yes! 55. Woo! Speaking of ties, you want to do the tiebreaker? Oh, I'd yes. love to. This might just be four words and already done. We'll see. Gary, Jay, and Joe made Donna, up. Donna, Rascal Flat. There you go. I kind of thought that might go that way. Thanks. This. Is going to end 59 to 55 at the end of this week. And then I am just hoping that is hip hop next week. Hip hop and R&B is next week. Oh, I, yeah. I feel pretty good about tying it up again by the end of next week. Hey, for hip hop, somebody pick me, please, because I am going to need bull crap. No, bull crap. Knows no, no. Mary just, yeah, you, what do you want? Mary, Mary she wants a knife music. to stab me right in the back. We had a bond. No, and, and never. She, Whatever. No, Mary loves you. You make beautiful babies. Yeah. Thank you, Mary. And I know you has something to do with that. Yeah. She right, had everything. Donna! Not you. It's a different guy. You don't know him. Who hey, you know, my about? brother, Josh, um, was in the delivery room when my sister-in-law was having a baby, and he's such a little B.I.I. that he had, they had to give him grape juice and, like, put their arms under his <laughs> arms instead of down in a chair. What a weenie! Listen, some people don't do well with, like, medical stuff. I won't even be in the room. I yeah. Don't <laughs> I'll have to be in the bed next to her because that's not happening. Meanwhile, I, I was wow. up over looking at the C-section as they oh. essentially did a science fiction movie with my oh. wife as a prop. I'd have a harder time with the C-section than the natural yeah. delivery. Aren't you curious, though, like how it all works? No. I saw that when I was in grade school. I don't need to see it again. Yeah, oh me my too. Gosh. I was traumatized. <laughs> that was it. I didn't see it in grade school. I didn't see it until college in a oh. human growth oh. and development book. I was book. like in sixth grade or fifth yep. grade. Yep. Oh, my word. Yes. And then they did the episiotomy <gasps> and everything. Oh, yes. Lord. Oh, that is kid just... And it's like, yeah, that's a great form of birth control. Just show your kid that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> your teenagers. The weirdest Mary. thing. Hey, Sorry, Mary, Mary, we'll let you go. <laughs> Sorry, Mary. You don't want to hear about my first baby who was nine pounds, 10 ounces. Oh, oh my gosh. My God, Mary. May we ask if you had a C-section or a traditional birth? I had a traditional birth, but I also had four nurses pushing on my stomach to get her out because she <gasps> got stuck. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I was a 10-pounder. Oh. Really? I know, hard to believe because I'm so sad. You're so <laughs> right now. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Mary. All right, Mary Bear, you go make sure all the wings stay on the plane, okay? I will, and seatbelts and all that stuff. Awesome. Okay, good, yeah. Thanks, Buckle Mary. Up. Wow. Mary, they could, well, Mary's gone, but they could advance the, the seatbelt. We could do the... How about know, if we did uh, the things over our shoulders, like when you get on a roller coaster that goes upside down? Oh, that's a feeling a lot of people want on a plane, as if it's not already claustrophobic enough. Here come now hydraulic pressure, click, 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 click. And now you're like, oh, wait, I forgot my headphones. Oh, oh. Yeah, but at least you're not going to fly and hit the roof when there's turbulence. So you're saying you want an over double over the shoulder roller coaster style harness just so that your head doesn't fly up and hit the roof as happens to a lot of people. I want there to be a pillow behind it too. What kind of world do you think you're living in? <laughs> what else do you want, queen? All right, sorry I blew up. Anyway. <laughs>
Anyway, I'm we got to go. I'm doing good. Are you, though? You have to go already? It's soon. How about four quick steps? I can bang through these. All right, go. Everybody, let's go get tipsy. Uh, do you want to go from being a night owl to a morning person? This has been my long struggle. Yeah. A, put your phone down, turn off your TV. I already don't like it. The phone is hard. The TV's easy. Definitely not while you're in bed. Just get those closer to bedtime. Turn them off. Get away from the digital screening stuff. Only drink coffee in the morning. Avoid caffeine for at least six hours before bed. I do that. Do you do that? I do not do that. You don't? I do not. I like caffeine all the time. Wait, you drink coffee or like Coke? Coke. But I'll have a coffee in the evening without thinking about how it will impact my sleep. Okay. Don't take long naps. We've gone over this so many times. 30 minutes might be okay, but if you nap much longer than that, you're more likely to have trouble sleeping that night. True that, sister. Yep. Don't exercise in the evening. Too much physical activity can keep you up. So morning or afternoon workouts are better. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, Donna. I already feel like I'm turning into a morning person because of those tips. Thank you. Hey, I checked out a couple of episodes of Sly Stallone's new reality show. I did last night before bed on my computer. Oh, no. So Night owl. I turned into a night owl. No, uh, I'll let you know what I thought about that. And also, there was a big movie this year. If you were thinking there's going to be a sequel, I got bad news for you. We'll get to those stories when we come right back on my talk. Hey guys, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Checked out a new reality show. And I kind of liked it. It is uh, the family Stallone. And it's basically Sylvester Stallone, his wife, and his three daughters who are. For the most part, grown up out of the house, except for one, I think, is getting ready to go to college. Okay. And it is your typical reality show. I watched two episodes. I laughed out loud several times. I have to say, he... I, I didn't picture him like this in his personal life. He's he's just really sweet. He's a really good... Seems to be a good dad really cares about his daughters. He doesn't, he's not real interested in meeting the people they're dating. You know, we're talking about, I don't know, 20, they're in their twenties, maybe the two of them. Yeah. Um, he seems to see, he speaks very highly of his wife. You see him on the set of, uh, the Tulsa King. They talk about how him being away so much all these years has, you know, been really hard on a marriage and they've been married for, I think, or they, they've been together for 35, 36 years. Wow. Yeah. And he's just a real teddy bear. He's just a sweet guy. I just, I don't know why I always pictured him more aloof, Hmm. maybe not as full of personality as he is. Oh, interesting. And his brother, Frank, who's kind of a nut job. He pop in. Yeah, Frank popped in, and then the girls are talking about him, and they're like, "We've been to his house like maybe once or twice ever." So then they go and visit his house, and it is like Kookyville. He's got a lot of memorabilia, and a lot of it is has to do with his brother, mm. you know, Sylvester. Sure, like he's got a bust of his abs. Like, just some weird stuff. The guy's kooky, but he seems, like, really sweet. 
If you rem- I don't know if you remember his mom, who's since passed, Jackie Stallone, was kind of like a celebrity. Hmm. Like a celebrity mother? Celebrity mother. I feel like she thought she was a psychic or something. Mm. I think she maybe wrote a book. Like they, it, they're just kind of a kooky family. Uh, look up Jackie Stallone. I was just looking up Frank. American astrologer, also dancer and wrestling promoter. Uh, okay, so she's got a little go. bit of everything. Yeah. Okay. So astrologer is what I was thinking of. You know, she used to hit the circuit, the talk show circuit, and you know, do astrology things and whatnot. But yeah, I think you should check out an episode or two. I think you might say, you know, he just seems very sweet and endearing and very much a family man. I do. I, I've I've really liked Sylvester Stallone. He's yeah, you like Rocky. I mean, and he's got some wisdom, like yeah. that little um, speech that he gave to his son. His son in, in Rocky Balboa, which is a great movie, by the way. His son was played by uh, Milo Ventimiglia yes. from This Is Us. He's and got some was, wisdom yeah. like that. Do you remember what he said? Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. Uh, <clears throat> it's not how many times you get it. It's how many times you get it and keep on going. And that word was uh, hit, in case you didn't know. That is a great... You get it. There is a great speech. Mike. Mike. Could you just pull up right the now, Rocky yeah. Balboa? He's working on it. It is so he good. Knows. He's, he knows you're going to do this. This speech actually comes up in some of the weird little uh, motivational workout things I listen oh, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I told you Schwarzenegger pops up a lot. You yes, know? with the music in the background. It's like really driving, intense movie music. And then there's some real wisdom that's shared. And then that same thing happens there. The Rocky Balboa speech. You and I both love that movie. Oh, so good. And I want to watch it again. I feel like Sly Stallone's acting in that movie is the best he's best ever Yep. Certainly in, in the Rocky franchise. Definitely. It's really good. Here's a little bit of him. Now, this it's kind of long. It's like So we'll jump in and bring it down when we need to. But here's a little bit of that speech with uh, Milo Ventimiglia in Rocky Balboa. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place. And I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees. And oh, wait. It's pretty <laughs> weird. Wait, no. You know what they were trying to do there? They were bringing in music. They were right. probably trying to get us all hyped up and right. all that. But he goes through this whole thing about, like, I, when you were this little, I used to be able to hold you in the palm of my hand. You know, he does this whole thing. And by the end, it's, you know, that's how winning is done. It's, it's great. It's okay, moving. so he has a, a similar speech in one of these episodes of his reality show to his daughter, who's involved with a guy who lives in New York. And she doesn't get to see him very often. And and she's like, I don't know what to do, Dad. I'm, you know, I like this guy. And he had this speech that completely hit her in a way that she took action. And so you will appreciate it because it has to do with the gift of time. Mm. You only have so many finite weekends in your life you only have so many holidays that type of thing and where are you gonna you're it's not about he's like your currency is time it's not about money it's about who are you spending your time with Mm. who are you you know you don't want to waste that currency anyway 
I think for that reason, you might get a kick out of them. Did we find one without the music? Yeah, I think there's the actual one right here. Keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. Am I right? And the piano comes in. And there's a there's a uh, prelude to that of like the longer version where he's, that payoff he's like at the ramping end up yeah is by the time he gets in that ain't you and you're like yeah man so good. hit somebody Rocky go punch some meat man go punch some meat <laughs> that's what he likes to go do go eat some le- uh, eggs and you know Adrian is dead in that one right she died oh it was really sad he and, uh, yeah he played kind of like a tired. Old yes. guy. He had opened know. a restaurant, Balboa's Steakhouse or whatever, and right. you know, he would come That's out there and scene. take a lot of pictures, you know, like with his hand up toward the person's jaw. Right. He was in that phase of his career. And then there's a resurgence. Oh, gosh, I love that movie. Yeah. So good. Um, just so you know, Michelle Yeoh is saying that there there's no sequel to Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh. Um, so... If you were looking forward to that being a possibility, it looks like that ain't happening. Thank you. Donna, you're welcome. I think is what I'm supposed to say there, just in terms of the English language. That doesn't feel correct, though, because you brought that story. Right. Um, By the way, we'll get to this here in a little bit. We'll take a break. We're going to do a dirt alert. Um, But I... I'm on a little docu-series kick right now. I noticed that. And there is a docu-series that, you remember that flight, that Malaysian Airlines flight? That went missing? Vanished. Vanished off the face of the earth. 2014. I was covering it a little bit in the newsroom. I had had been working in news for just a couple weeks, and it was like, we were always waiting. There's a docu-series out about that, three episodes, just like that American Manhunt, uh, Boston Marathon bombings thing that I watched. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's it seems like a thorough, well-told story. I got through one episode. Uh, there was one part in particular that I want to tell you about. Did you know about this? But it, when you hear it, you're like, what? Tell you what that was. When we come back, 